Section 43 of Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed for Murder, the Highway, Housebreaking, Street Robberies, Coining, or Other Offenses. Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Miles lives of the most remarkable criminals who have been condemned and executed volume one edited by arthur l hayward section forty three the life of james butler a most notorious highwayman footpad etc the life of james butler a most notorious highwayman footpad etc james butler was the son of a very honest man in the parish of st anne soho who gave him what education it was in his power to bestow and strained his circumstances to the utmost to put him apprentice to a silversmith james had hardly lived with him six months when his roving inclination pushed him upon running away and going to sea which he did with one captain douglas in a man-of-war here he was better used than most young people are at the first setting out in a sailor's life the captain being a person of great humanity and consideration treated james with much tenderness taking him to wait on himself and never omitting any opportunity to either encourage or reward him but even then butler could not avoid doing some little thieving tricks which very much grieved and provoked his kind benefactor who tried by all means fair and foul to make him leave them off one day particularly when he had been caught opening one of the men's chests and a complaint was thereupon made to the captain he was called into the great cabin and everybody being withdrawn except the captain calling him to him he spoke in these terms butler i have always treated you with more kindness and indulgence than perhaps anybody in your station has been used with on board any ship you do therefore very wrong by playing such tricks as make the men uneasy to put it out of my power to do you any good we are now going home where i must discharge you for as i had never any difference with the crew since i commanded the arundel i am determined not to let you become the occasion of it now there is two guineas for you i will take care to have you sent safe to your mother the captain performed all his promises but butler continued still in the same disposition and though he made several voyages in other ships yet still continued light-fingered and made many quarrels and disturbances on board until at last he could find nobody who knew him that would hire him the last ship he served in was the mary captain vernon commander from which ship he was discharged and paid off at portsmouth in august seventeen twenty one having got after this into the gang with dyer deuce rice and others they robbed almost always on the king's road between buckingham house and chelsea on the twenty seventh of april seventeen twenty three after having plundered two or three persons on the aforesaid road they observed a coach coming towards them and a footman on horseback riding behind it as soon as they came in sight dyer determined with himself to attack them and forced his companions into the same measures by calling out to the coachman to stop and presenting his pistols 
the fellow persisted a little and dyer was cocking his pistol to discharge it at him when the lady's footman from behind the coach fired amongst them and killed joseph rice upon the spot this accident made such an impression upon butler that though he continued to rob with them a day or two longer yet as soon as he had an opportunity he withdrew and went to hard labor with one claddens a very honest man at the village called wandsworth in surrey he had not wrought there long before some of his gang had been discovered his wife was seized and sent to bridewell in order to make her discover where her husband was who had been impeached with the rest this obliged him to leave his place and betake himself again to robbing going with his companions wade meads garns and spigot they went into the gravesend road and there attacking four gentlemen meads thought it would contribute to their safety to disable the servant who rode behind upon which he fired at him directly and shot him through the breast not long after they set upon another man whom meads wounded likewise in the same place and then setting him on his horse bid him ride to gravesend but the man turning the beast's head the other way meads went back again and shot him in the face of which wound he died when butler lay under sentence of death he readily confessed whatever crimes he had committed but he as well as the before-mentioned criminal charged much of his guilt upon the persuasions of the evidence dire he particularly owned the fact of shooting the man at farnham having always professed himself a papist he died in that religion at the same time with the aforementioned criminal at tyburn End of section forty three